Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tankin' Friends Top 10 Horror Movies Podcast Pod of Horror Pod. Pod. Pod, pod, pod. pod people. Pod people, horror pod. Pod people. You know what this is. But anyway, uh, of course, we have. I'm Tank Rodriguez, and of course, we have our co host, Derek and James. How y'all doing today, guys? Good. Doing great, man. Good, yeah. So, before we get into to today's top 10. We received a message yesterday from James uh, on an episode that he was not a part of and that he listened to, and then he wanted to put into put in his expertise in, as he always does. <laughs> because, so, because if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, the 80s is James's favorite time in horror, yeah, and he it, was not part of the top 80s horror movie podcast. And I, I have no context of this, so you, you're telling me more than I already know. I had no idea what you wanted to include. I knew I know it was going to be funny and kind of you know and and we're going to learn something today. Well, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, not, I don't want to go. I saw that and I thought, shit, James is going to pick up my choices. <laughs> That's what I. Well, thought. actually, okay. Uh, well, first off, let me just say I, I'm not going to go. Into, we, it would be a whole nother podcast with me me reviewing that. podcast. We're going to bring back '80s round two. But we I will say, which I would love actually. Uh, that's definitely my wheelhouse. But uh, my one thing is, well, one, let me just say, I was actually surprised because. For the most part, like the movie Vamp. I love the movie Vamp. It never gets any love. Nope. Grace Jones is a goddamn legend. <laughs> yes, um, thank you, right? Grace Amazonian a, queen, dude, Grace Jones. She is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is yep. the baddest lady ever. Yeah, um, and Long Duck Dong. And Long Duck Dong. You can't go wrong with that. But yeah, it's like Vampire Strippers. It just, yeah. It's just a great movie. Very underrated, funny, um, just so 80s. What, um, do we, what do we miss, though? But well, I'm not going to go too into it. But I would say at least <laughs> no, no, a good. No, no, no. Right I would no, say no, at no. least a third of the movies that were chosen aren't really horror movies. Um, like They Live, which is, I mean, if you what? don't love the movie They Live, it's one of the great. Like I said, I have a shrine to Roddy Piper right. in my home, and that's not a joke. We we discussed that on our, our wrestling podcast. But it is podcast. a science fiction movie. All right. Well, I feel like I need um, to be part of this wrestling podcast now. Yeah. You do. Yes. Okay. You're more than welcome. Yeah, you're definitely more than welcome. But yeah. you and Adam Danger would be like this. But. <laughs> Um, well, my favorite part is your, which I think I, I think I said to in a group chat that maybe you missed, but that I love your and you and Tanner are like Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Your energy is very. Uh, Thanks. That's my favorite part of the podcast. Um, but anyways, I want to be Georgie Animal Steel. I'm just throwing that out there. Just chew on turnbuckles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have go, the go cross eye. I have the body hair. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, don't we all? Okay, so um, they I, live is not a they horror live. Movie. Gremlins is horror. Which this actually your podcast gave me an idea for a great episode, <laughs> which is best horror adjacent movies. Movies themselves that aren't necessarily horror movies, okay. but that are in that realm. But. Uh, Gremlins, great movie. It definitely is horror related, uh, but it's a little too family friendly. But my friend, Swamp Thing, it's not a horror movie. It's not. It's a. It's. I don't even know. It's its own thing. But uh, the monster is the hero. It's oh, its own thing. S- but I have a funny story about Swamp. Or, you mean uh, 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 not Swamp Thing, no, which is a great thing. movie though. Toxic Avenger. Toxic, Toxic Avenger. Adventure. Yes. Um, <coughs> it's okay. I, I can it's see it horror like adjacent. straddling the line. Maybe yeah. it would follow into that. That horror Jason. Yeah. Well, area. you know, sorry. It is, gra- it is graphic, though. <laughs> it is very graphic. Well, it so let me, I'll tell you, before we get into this, I have a funny story about this. So, <laughs> my my parents were going over of to our neighbor's house does. for an afternoon just to, I don't know, smoke weed and drink. I don't know what they were doing. Um, but so they made us, me and my two brothers, my twin brother and my older brother, and then the, the two daughters of my neighbor, 
Like, we'll, we'll go rent you the movies. You guys just stay at our house while we, I don't know, have a, you know, do partner swapping. I really don't know what they were doing. Oh, my I, God. I don't want to presuppose, but... It's the biggest horror it was, 80s yeah. ever. But so they rented us... A bucket of keys. They, me and my twin brother had been trying to rent the Toxic Avenger for weeks at this point. Finally, my mom was like, yeah, it's, yeah it looks stupid. It looks like, you know... So, like, 30 minutes into the movie, when, you know, like, they're running over kids... Our two neighbors, the, the, um, uh, it was Angela, and I can't remember the younger, the younger sister's name, but they freaked out. They ran to their parents' home, told them that we were watching like a snuff movie. <laughs> and they came over. We all gotten super busted. But of course, me and my twin brother were like, what? Can we finish watching this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Number one, Angela, why are you such a tattletale? Exactly. God, <laughs> ruined hard. Missed the best but, parts. But my, my mom watched the whole movie, and she's like, yeah, it's probably not for you. But then she, she did go on to explain the scenes. <laughs> That we missed. Oh, Lord. Of, uh, which then I did get to rewatch it a few years later, um, uh, where he punches the guy's guts out. It was a great movie, great fun experience, uh, very vivid memory for me. So that's what we got to do then. I think besides the top ten, you know, in the near future, we discuss what horror, oh, what horror, horror by is. proxy. I mean, the thing is, like, you know how I like my rules, but, like, I, you know, I'm not... I don't want to get too stringent with it, because, like, people argue it's Silence of the Lambs a horror movie, and I'm like, mm, it's... Uh, which is, I would it's call a, that more. In my, it's a, it, it's a thriller. thriller. Yeah, but you know, okay. it, it's, like seven. But yeah. Hannibal Lecter is so—he's such an outrageous character that he himself, just his presence, pushes it. He's—I mean, he's—I mean, he's over the. I mean, people want to say like how realistic that is. I mean, Hannibal Lecter is the most over the top character <laughs> uh, ever, you know, nominated for an Oscar. But. Um, uh, it's a great movie. I mean, it's a great movie, but is it horror? Like, there's that conversation. I, you can get bogged down in that thing, but I will say, like, certain movies, like, uh, they live. So, great movie. <laughs> science fiction. That's uh, fine. It's still a great movie. <laughs> Gremlins. Uh. So, I got two that I got to redo, and you got one. <laughs> was it Was it just those three? Uh, like I said, I don't want to go... I, I mean, I got to read this, but... <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna change up my trauma movie and I'm just gonna say uh, Attack of the Killer Condom then. That's sure. Condom of teeth can't go wrong. I mean, anything full moon is, or uh, trauma is. That's pretty much. Trauma yeah, yeah, Lloyd Kaufman. He's just well, you know, and that's exactly why you're here uh, because I, I I I know you know movies that I like and then I put them in certain categories in my mind so. It's an it's, it's, it's awesome. Happy. We're all, we're all about diversity here it, on this exactly. podcast. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Diver- and here at diversity now. <laughs> 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 no, no. Honestly, like, and that that's really cool. Like, I I I appreciate the insight, even though you just basically said I suck, but it's that's okay. Right. Look, <laughs> well, hey, you know, honestly, like, the fact is that eight out of ten yeah. is not bad. It's not bad. And you chose good. Move. I mean, you chose great move. I mean, very like there's nothing wrong with your list. Even Gremlins, I, I'm sure I could get a lot of flack from people <laughs> for saying it's not a strict horror movie. Um, I mean, it was pretty intense as a kid. It's a good movie. All right, I guys, love Gremlins. So here's a poll. You know, for but anything our, with for, a mogwai for in it, is that really horror? Anyways, anyway, anything with a what? With a little mogwai in it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us what? let us yeah, know. Let oh, us... All right, let me ask. You, I'm sorry. Before you get into that, let me ask you uh, a sidebar question. All right. About your like basing your categories, yeah. critters. That's a horror movie. So... What? It's a horror movie. <laughs> it, it's... They come from out of space. They're... First I... off, can I just say too? This is a sidebar to your sidebar. <laughs> I get so tired of people saying that that uh, critters is a Gremlins ripoff. That script existed years before. No, Gr- Gremlins... I love critters. Yeah. 
But I'm saying, like, I hear that all the time. Oh, it's a Gremlins rip. No, it existed before Gremlins. That script was like five. Wasn't years Wasn't that old. one of our lists, or it might have made our it list? Wasn't, it wasn't on our list. Yeah, it, it almost made it our almost, list. Yeah, it almost made our. Uh, I just too. wasn't sure because uh, saying Gremlins is not a horror movie. But like Gremlins don't really critters. even the, even the, the the carnage that they do isn't like. I mean, the critters tear people apart. Like, yeah. Wait, I mean, wait, I mean, the Gremlins. They fucked up that woman on the chairlift. Yeah, That's no, all I'm saying. Yeah, she went right out the window. Grandma's dead. Grandma's yeah. dead. Grandma's dead. Okay, so I mean, I think it was might have been. I'm not sure if it's 90s or 80s, but Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, even the, even the, See, the that old was, one. That was literally one of the when I was saying like when I was thinking like horror adjacent movies. Uh-huh. Literally, that, that was my that's like number the, one the blueprint. Yeah, because right. I mean, I would say it's horror because it's. Ba- I mean, first of all, it's based off of an old horror movie. Right. The, the loosely based off of an old horror movie. Um, but I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's. Uh, Definitely has horror elements in it. I mean, it says science fiction. It's more yeah. like Day of the Triffids. It's more of like an old 50s sci-fi. When those like sci-fi and horror movies were, were sort of more entwined. Yeah. But, um, but it's a great movie. I mean, I, again, there are diehard horror aficionados who would argue it, it has not, it's not horror. It's, you know, they have like, there's rules you can see online. Like, <clears throat> that what constitutes an actual horror movie. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I'm not that strict with it. But yeah. it would definitely be on my list of great horror. Horror movies that adjacent. horror movie fans should watch or love. Gotcha. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll make that a separate podcast. Yeah. It sounds like we would have a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's a... Yeah. Fall into those subgenre buckets of yeah. like horror yet not horror at the same time. I know I'm going to put Goosebumps in there. Yeah, I would <laughs> say. Oh, Goosebumps is right in there. That's all I'm saying. The that, TV show yeah. and the movies. The TV show is awesome. I, as, um, as a kid, I enjoyed it. I had thoughts, too, on our last podcast. Which I we, have some more thoughts on the last podcast we, as well. Uh, we talked about the uh, <laughs> top ten uh, goriest kills. That's right. One I forgot about, but I was watching it this weekend. Now, mind you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying when I was younger and I watched this movie, I fucking hated it. It was Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I hated it growing up because it didn't have Michael Myers in, and I was like, this is not a Halloween movie. <laughs> but as I got older and understood... Carpenter's like original ideas for Halloween, which is supposed to be an anthology with every movie being different, not Michael Myers being the center character. He just happened to be become like an icon. Um, I had a fond appreciation for it as I grew up, and uh, when I just when the kid's face melts in front of the TV and all the bugs are bugs crawling out of it, yeah, first Billy, off, right? Billy, I think yep. Billy is his name. Yeah. First off, the that version of like first off, I will go on record as saying. After the first Halloween, Halloween 2 is meh, but I can't stand the, the rest of the, and I get flack for that, the rest of the Michael Myers horror mo- or Halloween films, I find mediocre at best. I like the one with Buster Rhymes because he, uh, <laughs> does, he kung fu. does kung fu, and he literally electric, electrocutes Michael Myers in the balls <laughs> um, and defeats him, and I would say, like, that's great. So I actually made a... <laughs> My own 31 Days of Halloween calendar this year. Saw that. I yeah, always good. put Season of the Witch. That, like, I, I prefer that over the original Halloween at this point. First off, I grew up, you know, like everybody, if you're in a horror, I watched the original Carpenter Halloween until yeah. blood was coming out of my ears. But the, uh, first off, Atkins, legend. Yeah. The, the, everything about it, even, like, if you, the Silver Shamrock song is still stuck in my head. <laughs> It's, it's still stuck in my it's head. It's a catchy tune. I will yeah. give it that much. It is super catchy. But it's just a great uh, film. Um, yeah. Great kill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so 
throughout the previous episodes, what, what, how this worked for me was I would just kind of sit around being like, trying to think of like, oh, what was a kill I loved or whatever. But I don't have an extra 20 hours in my day or my week to uh, just sit around watching horror movies, unfortunately, as much as I'd love to. So, but, so I didn't really prepare for the previous episodes. I, a lot of it was just recall. Like, That's oh, I remember fine. Seeing... It came out great. So, but I was, this week, weekend, I was watching, and I was like thinking, like, I mean, you know, maybe I should actually watch some movies. But I ended up, I was thinking about um, Bone Tomahawk. I'm like, I should rewatch it, because I wanted, there were some things, and I was like, I want to see that again. First off, I got the whole scene wrong. It wasn't, he didn't get coal stuck in his guts. It was a, the heated... Um, metal flask that he, that gets shoved into. That's right. I remember that after yeah. we said that. Yeah. I was like, Coles, I don't remember that. But no, it was, yeah, yeah it was I this flask, right. which is even creepier and weirder. But having watched it, I completely forgot there's a much more gory scene, which is when the uh, the actual deputy uh, gets cut in half straight from his anus. Um, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about yeah. that scene, too, in that movie. Yeah, now i got to go back and watch it. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, but still a great movie. Like I said, I'm not going to go into dissecting that director's work, but it's a great movie. I feel like that's a whole other episode of a uh, great, great great movie, terrible director. Yeah. <laughs> terrible human or, being director. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, the best anus killing. Yeah. <laughs> no. God, there's a, you know, there's a lot of them though if you think about it, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> spit in your grave? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that being said, you know, it is it is time to uh, you oh, know. Yeah. It's uh, I suppose you should jump right into it. Huh? It's uh, it's in your head. You know, it's uh, the top ten zombie. That's like the cranberries. <laughs> That's <laughs> top R- top ten R- top R- ten R- zombie movies today. R.I.P. R- Rip. Right. So yeah, so we're gonna be going over. Okay. What were your restraints? What is a zombie movie to you? <laughs> okay, so, so actually, that's funny because I. I started this with being... What are the re- rules? Yeah, and I had a bunch. I will say, this was actually a hard one for me because, like, at first I was like, is there really 10 great horror, like, zombie movies? Because there are a vast majority of awful, forgettable, right. bad horror or zombie movies. Um, the German film Night of the Living Dorks? I have not seen it. Uh, <laughs> Watch it. It's good. It's like meatballs and a zombie movie in, in one. I feel like if, if there's any... Horror comedy, you're the guy to go to. I got a lot on here. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot on this. Oh, list. I wonder if you have one that I I despise, but we may get to Is that. Is it the most common one? No, no, we'll, okay. we'll get to that. Although, all okay, right. we, there's a lot to let's unpack. get to. We're, right. gonna, we're gonna unpack all this. But yeah, so yeah, I'll go into. Well, I'll go more into this when I start talking about my first pick. Okay, so, right. so you're gonna be going into your rules as far as what can okay, kind of as we yeah, go, go on. All right, all right. Derek's gonna so start off here, first. So what is your he, number ten? All right. Well, I got. I Derek guess doesn't have rules. I have rules. The rules are the, the there rules are, are there no are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here are the things. Pure anarchy. They have to be. My only rule was that it has to be. They have to be reanimated dead, and I think that is why. And I'm pretty much guaranteed, without even looking at your list, why 28 Days Later will not be on my fucking list. It is not on your list. It's not, and that's and right. And is a, for the- is a viral movie. Now I went back and watched 28 Weeks Later because I swore in the beginning of that movie that there was a living zombie. In that movie, um, at the very beginning when they're scanning the English countryside. Um, but I really couldn't tell with like 100% certainty if that was just a zombie or just a really emaciated human infected by the virus. And I think that's the difference between that and like a movie like Resident Evil where um, it's an honorable mention on my list. I do like, I do like the original um, based on the video game. 
but that actually had it was viral, but there was actually like true zombies in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so. So not not even okay. We're going to twenty eight days later. Not even when that the the blood fell in that guy's eye. I mean, like I mean, I, I know that's I mean that's still kind of like a bite. To me, yeah, it's like it's, but it's, it's a virus. More, it's more like the movie Outbreak, yeah. like more okay. than anything. Yes, it's like the, and I mean they call it the rage virus. So yeah. it's like they're it, they're raged, uh-huh. they're they're like zombie like, but you can put them down. I yeah. mean, like you light them on fire, you bash your head in, like gotcha. you know, they're they're gonna be done. You know, if you chop their leg off, they're probably still not gonna be coming at you. Yeah, I mean, but it, you can kill them. When it came out, it was an interesting take on zombies, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people say it, it is a zombie movie. Um, I think it's like literally a 50-50 divide that yeah. some people will fight you over to say that it is. But I, I just, in my right mind, cannot. I love the movie. Yeah. Um, like Danny Boyle. Um, I just cannot justify it in my own rights. So that was oh, my only so. rule. My first one is a movie called Fido. Oh, I uh, like, yeah. Billy Connolly. Awesome. Basically, the whole premise is uh, there are zombies there's a company that basically can control them using um, like a basically kind of like a shot collar in a sense. Um, keeps them in line. This boy, it's like kind of a 1950s vibe. Uh, this boy has a, a, a pet zombie named Fido. Um, but there's such some really interesting elements to it. Um, you know, kind of the, the relationship between the, the boy and the zombie, kind of like a boy and his dog. Uh, and then there's like an underlying like, kind of a love story between the mom and the zombie um, as well, which is a little bit weird. I mean, I don't know if you would like really classify that in the realm of necrophilia. I tried not to think about it <laughs> when I watched this movie, but um, it just was a really interesting concept yeah. as a whole. Um, and it not one you see very often in zombie movies, so that's why I really appreciate it. And Billy Connolly is awesome, so that's right. you can't really go go wrong with that. It pretty, Carrie and Moss was the mom. Had a pretty good cast in it as well. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Very James. Good. Okay. Uh, so first, before I go into my number 10, I do have an honorable mention, which is the movie Pontypool. Um, oh, um, good movie. Yeah, very un, uh, very uh, non-traditional take on the horror movie. Um, just a really great movie. If you haven't seen it, you definitely should. Um, good little sleeper movie. Um, so, my number 10. So, there's going to be three movies on here that if you're being, like, if you're taking it seriously and you're saying the 10 best not just your 10 favorite but the 10 best or whatever mm-hmm. these there's three movies that have to be on here at the same time i feel like they're so talked about they don't need to be on this list right but number 10 night of living dead it is probably the third most important th- horror <clears throat> film ever made like it's literally dracula frankenstein night of living dead i mean it created the modern interpretation of that of that genre of that right. idea, um, which I'll touch upon later. But I mean, it it is what I mean. There's been enough said about Night of the Living Dead, its historical significance, its socio political significance, yeah. um, the the actual merits of it as a film, how it was made. It's a great movie. If you if you're even remotely interested in horror movies, you need you, to see. Yeah, Night you Living need to Dead. watch it. It's yeah, classic. Sure. I mean, yeah, and I think to your point, it's talked about so much. I think it's part of the reason, I, and I was going to say right now, I didn't put it on my list. I almost didn't, but I was um, like, I had to, because I would be yeah. doing like... It's a disservice. Yeah, it, I'm not it, saying it, that it, I didn't put Romero on my list. I kind of gauge it as like, to me, and that's the other thing too, is like, top 10 zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has to have a little bit of personal perspective in there yeah. as well. Um, oh, mine definitely does. <laughs> I, I love it. In the vein of George Romero movies, it doesn't probably rank as like my... 
<laughs> it probably doesn't rank as my number one. Right. Um, but that's just me personally. Like, yeah. And I and I have reasons why I picked the two that I picked uh, for the Romero movies that I do have. But uh, still a very solid choice. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah. You have. I mean, you can't not mention it. Got gotcha. Yeah, that was my feeling. So. Good deal. So my number nine, I really, I'm, I'm saying it with bated breath because I'm wondering, is this a James, the one that James fucking hates? Um, Planet Terror? No, I actually love <laughs> thank you. Planet All right, Terror. Thank you. Uh, it's like, I was like, it's like we're playing uh, James, James Jenga. I feel like, like, is this like, the one? It's like James Roulette, like Russian Roulette. Um, I, I really like Planet Terror uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was actually just a, a really fun movie. Um, way over the top grindhouse movie um which i thought was kind of cool when the two came out together that and death proof um which i also have such a fond appreciation for as well oh yeah kurt russell, came kurt russell that. killed it um i really like this i like both halves for different reasons yeah. but as far as the zombie movie goes I, I thought it was a really solid movie obviously very over the top like if anybody's seen the end with rose mcgowan and the machine gun leg and um okay it's probably I'm not very realistic, but I mean honestly, Doesn't in a lot of movies, it's like what, what opposite is opposite of Ash versus Dan? Yeah, yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, gun leg. And that's um, the thing is, I mean, it's 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 fun. It, it's a very yeah. striking image that once you see the image, you'll net first off. I'd watch Rose McGowan do the dishes, but true, um, very true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, her with a machine gun leg. What's yeah, not to like? Why not? Right? And yeah. I and I feel like that at the time this came out in the realm of like I call it like the zombie reimaging. Um, that zombies movies were treated very much like, you know, canon with like the George Romero. They started moving faster. They started being a little more vicious, but like, I feel like they were pretty much, you could kind of judge how they were going to go based on every other zombie movie that exists out there. So this was one that really didn't follow that pattern or that script super to like the letter. So I felt like that's why for me, it stood out. I thought it was a, a good movie. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Very good choice. I agree. And it didn't. Uh, <laughs> so what, what? What are we waiting for? Like your 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 least favorite horror? Or well, if he meant if he, there's there's a few I can't stand. Was it a one com- is was very it popular that comedic too? They're comedic. Yes. Oh, okay, all right. Although, well, let's we'll cross that bridge. We're gonna we cross that bridge. There. There's two on here okay. that I think it, okay. may fall into that category. So if he doesn't get just... to if he doesn't get to number five, it has to be okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, you see my list. That's why. Uh, all right. Okay, so my number nine, which I would actually probably be higher if I was really doing them numerically, yeah. but is uh, the you kind of also has to be on this list is Lucio Fulci's Zombie Two, or as it was released stateside, Zombie. Um, just what, I mean, what can you not say about this movie? It's got a dozen super memorable scenes. All the designs of the zombies are really weird and unique. Um, shark versus zombie. I mean, what the, like <laughs> the eye pokes. I mean, there's just so many, sure. so many great me- things about the movie. Um, the, the ending is great. The ending is very memorable when, uh, spoiler alert, um, all the zombies are crossing the, uh, the, uh, Bri- the Brooklyn bridge. Yeah. It's just a great. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, fun. It's stupid. I mean, like, you know, the thing is, like, it was, like, sold in Europe as a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Right. It's not, obviously. It has nothing to do with it, but that's they were trying to cash in on that. Because um, the original Night of the Living Dead was released as just zombie in uh, Italy. But it's a way over-the-top movie. Uh, but the gore is super great. Um, the cast is super good. Um, 
It's just like I said, it's just there's just every like ten minutes there's something super memorable or super, something really outrageous. And like I said, the all of the designs of the zombies were super unique and super creepy. Gotcha. Yeah. Good deal. I like that. All right, right on. I like that too. It, it's not one that like immediately pops out in my mind, um, but definitely a very solid like zombie movie. I think it's almost at times a little bit underrated too. Yeah. Um, I feel like people kind of don't gravitate towards that, and probably I don't know if it's just maybe like the just a general like tone of the movie, but I think it's it's a great movie all the same. Um, so, my, time for my number eight. Uh, my number eight is uh, Night of the Comet. So that one I never heard of. That is on my list. <laughs> uh, yeah, great movie. I remember watching this like when I was younger. Um, definitely the two oh, female, yeah. female protagonists. Again, like it's the eighties. Can't go wrong with with beautiful blondes. In, in the 80s whatsoever. Um, but I think as I watched it, and even just watching it as an adult, it's just a great kind of like, I don't I want to like re-throw it. I guess post-apocalyptic would be yeah. like the, the appropriate term uh, for it. But just a really solid movie all the same. Um, and again, a, just kind of a different take on the traditional zombie movie that you would, you know, up to that point, I mean, you're so used to like Romero's mm-hmm. Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, that that's kind of what you expect from a zombie movie. So this was like, very different to me um, as I was watching it kind of opened up the doors a little bit to like there are other zombies that are out there that are not your typical like zombie movies so I thought it was to me that had to be in my top 10 um, just because I've seen it so much it's on my list <laughs> all right <laughs> and, and just transparency purposes there's a lot of knights on y'all's list yeah, uh, yeah. so <laughs> as it should be though honestly yeah, like, I feel yeah. like I feel like yeah. And of those, you know, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I that's one. One didn't make my list solely because I knew. Uh, first off, it's been mentioned on this podcast already multiple times, but I have a feeling it's on your list. I kind of figured it would be, but it's. I love this movie too, but I'll let you get to it. Okay, all right. But yeah, that's neither comment. I'll, okay, I'll share my own opinion to it when I get to my number. Okay, my that number, sounds but, good too. Right. But it's yeah, I agree. A very great movie. All right. Um, so my number eight, maybe not the most well known. I actually, for this none, I. Ch- had, I went back and forth for choosing a, a zombie movie that was also very personal to me. Something I, when I had first seen it, really kind of affected me. It was either going to be Shockwaves, which instead gets an honorable mention, but is mine is Nightmare City, aka City of the Walking Dead. Oh, that's AKA, a really great movie. Yeah, so there's so many. <laughs> it's got like five titles, but um, super chaotic. Uh, the opening is actually terrifying. There's something about, and it's also very weird. Like you don't fully understand what's happening. Like in there's like these radiated mutants who, which I will say the special effects I enjoy, but literally looks like somebody just took mud and put it on people's faces. Um, <laughs> Very true. These like weird lumpy face, but you know, like they come in on a military ship and it's just, and from there it's just chaos. It's like, that's, it's, first off, you get, you, they introduce a character, you're like, oh, I like this character. It, d- d- don't get used to them because they're not going to last. <laughs> um, but it just, it really feels like chaos. I think it's like, when, I, when you watch the, like, like uh, World War Z, it's it, everything that that film, whatever the book you want to say about the book, whatever that film is aiming for, this movie has. It just feels chaotic. It feels like you can't escape it. Yeah. You feel overwhelmed. Um, that anxious feeling, especially super like anxious the, feeling. The, yeah. um, also, can I just point out for all you Quentin Tarantino fans, uh, the character uh, Hugo Stieglitz in um, uh, Inglorious Bastards? In, in Bastards is actually based off of the act, the Mexican actor. Hugo Stieglitz in this movie, um, who's the star of this film. But yeah, it's just a great, it has a really weird, this like, 
weird ending that's like I like, but I've heard some people deride the ending. Um, is it a bad ending as far as like it's a, a non-happy know. ending? It is a non-happy ending. I love yes. that. Yeah, I love it that is part. a non-happy ending, but it's just very like what? <laughs> but it's interesting. But it's a great movie. Like I said, it feels. A lot of good kills, like the the zombies themselves have a very unique look. And again, it just it just feels like it you, it, it feels overwhelming. It feels crazy. It, it's very panic inducing. Uh, it's a good movie. Awesome, solid pick. Uh, Lindsay Umberto Lindsay. Yeah, anyways. What I'll be checking out today. All right. So uh, my number seven. Um, love this movie. I also just watched this last night as well. Um, I fell asleep on the couch to this just because I've seen it so many times. Um, I could just wake up and continue to watch it all the way to the end. <laughs> Plus, it's got a Michael Jackson zombie in there, which I love. It's uh, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead 2, which I love. Um, That's your number what? That's my number seven. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this is the very first time on Tank and Friends Top 10 Horror Pod of Horrorness. I got the name right. That's right. <laughs> uh, that Y'all's number seven oh, is the same number nice. seven. Um, Congratulations. Uh, we'll give you the prize money later. That's right. But y'all can both discuss this movie hey, at the go. same exact at the same time. time. So <laughs> just, just so I could be like as chronological as I can with this, uh, when I was growing up, big shout out to my brother. My dad loved horror movies, um, but he couldn't take me to every one of them. And I have a very cool older brother, um, so shout out to him, um, that also took me to movies. He took me to go see Nightmare on Elm Street 4, which had boobs. Just throwing that in there, uh, which was great. He did not make me cover my eyes, so I appreciate that. Um, and he took me to see Return of the Living Dead 2, which I actually saw before Return of the Living Dead 1. Um, just, be, just solely for the fact that I, I hadn't really got a chance to see Return of the Living Dead 1 when it came out, and I really wasn't sure what it was about. But I thought, if it's as cool as Return of the Living Dead 2, um, then, I, then I have to watch it. Right. Um, you know, it's got Tom Matthews in it, which... I appreciate him for just his uh, role as uh, Tommy Jarvis in uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. Um, he's got Dane Ashbrook from it, who I'm a huge fan. This goes in the underrated category as well. Uh, Waxworks, which is one of my all-time favorite uh, movies as well, uh, with uh, Zach Galligan from Gremlins. Um, not so a horror great. movie. Yeah, great. <laughs> not, a, not a horror movie. Adjacent. <laughs> horror adjacent. Um, yeah, I just thought it was... To me, it was it was an awesome movie. Um, I was like, zombies are saying brains? Like, I've never seen that before. Like, how are they saying brains? Like, watch Return of the Living Dead number one. Yeah. You'll see. Tar Man, he, he likes brains. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just a great movie overall. Really funny. And uh, it really just never gets old. I love the, the kid zombie, Billy. He's such an asshole. Um, so growing up, I was like, man, I wish all my zo- my bullies turned off. Um <laughs> Yeah, just a great cast. I really, I really just uh, really thought it was funny, and I love the fact that like gone back, uh, James Karen and Tom Matthews, Tom Matthews both were returns. both in the original Return of the Living Dead. So I was like, wow, they like they're in both movies, different characters. It was, it was kind of confusing, but, but I still. But they make fun of it because they say there's this whole scene which I didn't get until I've seen I saw both of them. He makes a comment of like. This is like deja vu. I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> them, us, like. Um, same circumstances, so I, I thought that was really funny in context. Like having watched, going back and watching the original Return of Living Dead. Yeah. Watching this one, I'm like, and where the canisters came from, it just great movie. Good overall. deal. Indeed, it is. James, anything to add to that? 
Well, yeah, so it's also on my list. Um, I also saw it first before I saw Return, the original Return of the Living Dead. Um, you could never find, I don't know if it was probably just super popular. The first Return of the Living Dead was, you could, I could never find it. It was always checked out. Yep. Interesting. Um, so first off, I brought this in just to show you how much I do love this movie. And specifically, which I consider probably one of my favorite posters of all time. But in my little studio, I have a poster of it right near my. Uh, yeah, he does. The poster right Indeed, near he my, does. Uh, I have that same poster. Yeah, all of his best uh, friends I look, today. I look at it. Uh, I look at it every day when I go to draw. I also have the uh, <laughs> great, uh, great book um, about the uh, to behind the scenes of the uh, entire like uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, series. Please. Um, which is a great book. Got a couple of years for Christmas. Um, my family knows me super well. Um, they got it for me, and that's also one of my all-time favorite books. So, but yeah, it's a great movie. Um, everything you just said. Um, so when I saw this movie, I was the 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 kid in it. I was his exact age, and he the one of the opening scenes. He pulls out a long box of comics. Yeah, I felt like that little kid was me. <laughs> um, it was very like, you know, it's. There's a lot of people say it's too humor, not enough horror, which I can see that that argument. I feel like the balance of Return of the Living Dead nailed that, where this one was a little too silly for some people. I fucking love it. Yeah. I think it's funny. You got zombie hands flipping the bird. Yeah. Um, the, I love that, uh, like, there's a lot of people who hate the electricity thing, like, like electricity kills them. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, it was way different than you've seen in any yeah. other zombie movie, because yeah. normally it's like, shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. I mean, these guys, they, they fraud him. It was such a smart idea. Um, zombies are kind of dumb. They, don't, they know yeah. brains. They don't, yeah. like, they don't care what type of brains. So the fact that they use the brains for the meat hacking plant to, like, toss out to draw all the zombies, zombies. in town. Just the whole scene with them driving around, like, when the, all the zombies are in the, in the uh, Jeep or whatever. It's just, it's oh, just lots oh, of hysterical moments. Uh, yeah. Um, and I always forget his ne- last name. Um, but it's got a... The guy from the X-Files, Mitch Pelgrin? Yes, yes. Pelgrin, uh, also a.k.a. Shocker. Yep. Another Pelgrin. underrated movie we yep. had. Um, he plays such a di- great dickhead. He does, he does. <laughs> He's, yeah, he plays a good military asshole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great movie. Great. I love, the special effects are great. I, like, I mean, they're so exactly what that movie needs to be. Like, they're, like, over the top. I, I just feel like, you know, I personally like the third Return of the Living Dead, for its own reasons, it's completely, it takes off into a different direction. It's definitely better than Necropolis and whatever the Rave to the Grave. Ah, those are like the those, sci-fi. Those are terrible movies. They didn't even come out in sequence. It came out like part part five is actually like part, <laughs> it came, when they were released just for like chronological order, they released, I don't, I don't know if it was an error or not, but they released Rave to the Grave and then Necropolis like in that order when it was actually should have been like in the Four timeline five. Necropolis and then Rave to it, fucking dumb like yeah. you, you killed a franchise right there I agree with you up till three I was all in uh, like three was a much more darker yeah um, I thought it was a cool con- idea I remember seeing yeah. the, seeing her actually uh, I was very weirdly attracted to I liked the poster man yeah. I was like I was like kid and I was like that girl's hot. Uh, it definitely led, led my way into body I mean, modification. Um, she's, she's dead and stabbing herself with shards of glass, but I still think you're smoking. Yeah, no, for real. Um, but yeah, great movie. I'm glad it's on both of our lists. Yes. I'm sure we'll have a follow-up to this. I, I had no doubt that it was going to be on your list. I was like, I, 
I know James enough to know that it's got to it's got to pop up there somewhere. So, all right, all my, right. So now we'll go to number six. Number six. I think this is what you were alluding to earlier. That is on my list, but it would have been on your list. But I was going to call it out anyways. Was Night of the Creeps? Yeah. Um, I feel like it always popped up my A's list. It pops. <laughs> yeah, it's it's across the board. It's a great movie. It's one of my personal favorites. Um, we've talked about it in other podcasts as well. Yeah. Just a great group of actors in it. Obviously, Tom Atkins yeah. is great. Um, great nods to horror in there. Um, I always forget what great one-liners Tom Atkins has. Um, one of, he was like a to- total spanky moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, just overall great movie and I, I could not, not put it on my list. Yeah. And yes, it is, <laughs> it's space logs. They are dead. But they are dead. It is a zombie movie. They really uh, the dead through space logs. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're still alive. They proved that a couple different times in the entire movie and you do not live when the space logs die. Yeah. They live um, in your brain. So okay. when the space logs are gone, you are very much dead. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Good deal. Yeah. I, I, it would have been on my list too, but again, right. yeah. That's okay. I, pr- I got you. Okay. So my number six, going, you know, almost backwards chronologically, is Return of the Living Dead. It has to be, if I actually said my favorite zombie movie of all time, it's my favorite zombie movie of all time. The yep. soundtrack, right the up, characters, right it's one of the most quotable movies ever made, um, as well at least in the horror genre. Yeah. Um, it's, got, it's got the lovely Linnea Quigley in there. Yeah. Um, that just... Yeah. <laughs> you know uh the uh the cast is so great um what can you not say about this movie it's great it's yeah. literally it's one of the rare movies where like i can't first off i mean the tar man i think is one of the greatest uh created by william stout who's an artist i really admire but like just it's one of the coolest looking horror right. movies monsters of all time um it's funny it's actually scary um, yeah. great special effects especially for the budget they had it's just it's a great movie great movie can't say enough about it I'm sure all the people listening to this thing have probably seen it I don't think there's anybody that could say it's a bad movie no, it's if, a, you, if you like zombie movies no and the thing I liked about it is one um, it, which is, is a whole separate argument and pro- one that's probably been had ad nauseum since it first came up but is the fast versus slow zombie argument um I don't normally like the, the the fast zombies, but dude, this movie's fast zombies scare the shit out of me. Yeah, when they swarm that uh, ambulance. Yeah, or it the uh, scared the shit of me as a kid. Or the military outpost, like yeah, when same. they when they start uh, that's right past the barricade. Yeah, um, which I thought was awesome. That was such yeah. a great scene, led by led by trash Linnea Quigley, yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> what I loved about this movie too is it has so many a great mix up of really classically trained actors. Yep. Um, you have um, you have Clue Gallagher, yep. which is on there. He's in uh, also been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, R.I.P. But in uh, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Um, James Karen, who yep. has been in a ton of movies, um, blockbusters, non-blockbusters. He, didn't he already? He yeah, he, he R.I.P.ed as well. Damn. And uh, Don Don Kafka, yep, who played Ernie. Um, so good, Ernie. There's just so much hitting context yeah. too in like some of their characters that. Um, I really wish they got to a chance to explore more. Um, I mentioned on a previous podcast that like Ernie was 
believed to be a Nazi, Nazi. like escaped from Germany, and like he's <laughs> over there as like a mortician now, um, <laughs> just in everything he does. And then you have like some really solid. You got Miguel Nunez, uh, Brian Peck, who I I love. He plays Scuzz. Yep. He also actually plays one of the zombies in Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Yep. He plays one or two of them um, in that movie as well. Linnea Quigley. I mean. Um, was the other guy as well that I was thinking about the other day? He was in part five of Friday the 13th. I, uh, uh, Mark, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna press that. I forget his name. I think I've already proven yeah. on this podcast how bad my brain is with yeah, names. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> my like, name, my name is with brains. My name is with brains. Going back, call back. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, brains. he was in, um, Mark something, but he, he passed away, um, pretty young, um, unexpectedly. Uh, but he was great. He played. I think he played suicide. The guy played suicide. Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, great. Just overall, Miguel Nunez and great cast. One thing I also love about and it, the soundtrack was fucking awesome. The Cramps. Yeah. I mean, Forty Five Grave. Like, I mean, yeah. The uh, um, the one thing I loved about it, uh, as a as a kid who was into like punk and hardcore and metal, was that I do like that they kind of have like. You have your like new wave, new wave kids. Yep. You got your hardcore like UK style punks. Like I just liked how they 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 understood like, hey, this is a whole real subculture, yeah, right. and they kind of understood the mix of it. And, and they get the one preppy girl, and then they're in there girl. because she's dating <laughs> one of the Freddie, uh, Tom Matthews character, yeah. dating one of the punks. She's working yeah. in the warehouse, so like she's kind of there by proxy, but also like the little little sister who doesn't like know anything. Which always uh-huh. see, you actually saw that too, like. You know, being like, I, I'm pretty sure like we were the same in high school. Yeah. You know, you always had that one preppy girl that kind of doesn't drug along because that was your 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 best friend's chick. Yeah, you know? <laughs> kind of so, dipping her toe in the uh, yeah, in, in, in the in the goth world or the freak world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that one it has great kills and it. it's very much on my list as yeah, well. It's, it's, um, it's yeah, great kills. Um, it's just so much fucking fun. Yeah, that's the thing is that's yeah. the one thing I love about eighties films. The freezer zombie is my favorite part. Oh, um, I one love of my, dude, one the, of my favorite parts. Well, uh, the the dog, the fucking half oh, dog. Oh, the half dog. Yes. God, that's so creepy. It does creep me out. Uh, just these medical supply company. It's a half dog. As everything's reanimated, the butterflies are reanimated. But it is one also? I will say this much: it's one of the few zombie movies that actually it's, it like confirms that you don't have to. You can't shoot it in the head. Yeah. Because they do, they they cut off the head. Yep. They put a pick they through keep, the head. They're almost they're like they have to burn them alive. That's and, why. Like, and then bring them alive yep. makes it worse. So yep. that's what I'm saying. It was such yeah. a great. Yeah, I mean you can't. It's a vicious cycle because you burn them alive, and then all the toxins that make them go in the air. Yeah, go in the air, and then it rains. And yeah. It's like you know, creating more zombies. Starts all over. Creates more zombies. That's how Fucking it all great. begins. Um, Can we go really quick flashback though to part two? Part two has this whole sequence because the dog remind me. Yeah. Why again? I love these films and and. The ingenuity of having to work with practical effects is they must have. I think they used two actors, but you see a zombie, he gets cut in half, then you see his like legs still walking around, and then it must have been probably like they it was. I read it was a a guy in the scene when they're in the hospital, Mm -hmm. and it's a scene where uh they use somebody who actually was like didn't have anything with the torso down, um, and he was just an actor. Um, they did the same thing in the part. Uh, Return Living Dead, uh, the ambulance scene where yep. the uh, actor doesn't have any legs. Yeah. Um, also, but see, like, in Return of Living Dead, am I not wrong that at one point they show him walking around and then maybe not? I could have. I, I either. I could never. That's tell why I thought like goes, maybe they used two because the face is the face sculpt and the makeup is very unique and very like the yeah. like you know. So I was like, do they yeah. use two different actors and just use the same sort of face appliance? But either yeah. way, 
It's creepy and it's really effective. It's probably makeup. They probably did like that makeup. I agree with you. There's a scene where he's walking around like the hospital wing yeah. before he um, gets before he before he gets like basically shot in half. Yeah. I just love the tailbones twitching. Yeah, I mean that's the practical effects are amazing. This is like long before CGI ever existed, and they just they killed it. And they work um, e- even though the the headless scene in Return of the Dead is a little obvious that the dude's. T- I, I call that zombie Reba McIntyre. That's what I always called it because it just had the southern drawl. It was like, all right, you win. Oh, no, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, What's that? They actually have that, that. That character has a name, and I can't remember it. Uh, yeah, we'll have to go back and look it up for the next But yeah, podcast, great, great but... movie if you haven't seen it, which yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you should definitely see Return of the Living Dead. All right. My, my number five, this, this could be on one of your most hated. I'm going to let you put your drink down. Oh, yeah. This could be the, the yeah. Zombie, if it's not this one. Zombieland? No, I don't hate. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, so all right, we got, got one, one left. We got one, <laughs> one left. I hope it's not the one that I'm thinking of. But, yeah, because um, I, I like that yeah, one too. I like, I like <laughs> Zombieland. I I liked it because I feel like to some degree there's a level in that movie of people doing stuff that I would do if it was a zombie apocalypse. Like I would just go around breaking shit and living yeah. in people's houses. Like yep. you know, if it was a zombie apocalypse, like I would absolutely steal the first like amazing car that I that I could find, I would totally be drinking on the road, like, yeah, running. I, I would be the, Tala- I, to me, I would be Tallahassee, and uh, I would just be going around kicking zombie ass all day, every day, like, I, I joke around, it would suck for humanity, but honestly, like, and Bill Murray, and Bill Murray, <laughs> yes, we never killed Bill Murray, um, even if he was a zombie, I'd just right, keep, I'd yeah, keep him keep around, him. Just, he'd be a funny zombie, yeah. Um, yeah, if it was a zombie apocalypse, and it was like, okay, my only job is to survive and kick zombie ass all day long to me that's like that's my perfect life that's my shangri-la because <laughs> i mean honestly like and i can, I can actually chime in on this one <laughs> but i mean i feel like i don't know i live out in the country and i i can go like a mile away and still not see anybody or any kind of activity i think that's like the, one of the most realistic parts about zombie land and it's like you can go a long time without actually seeing zombies and, and the rules too like i mean they're legit i mean yeah. that's the thing is like yeah you got to be able to run, yeah. you know. Uh, you got to make sure you kill them by shooting them in the head. If you're not sure if they're dead, like shoot them again. It's like never got about zombie movies. It's like if, just when you think like uh, or any horror movie, when you think it's down, like what's Double the harm t- of putting another putting another bullet or taking a thirty? Off or like, yeah, or thirty in it. Um, never, never quite, uh, never quite really got that. Yeah. But um, do you think they waited too long for the second one? No, I or, seen as a, or as a zombie movie, like, do you think that's actually kind of cool that they waited a while? I, I personally think it's cool. I think it would have been, honestly, like, I think back-to-back sequels sometimes are a curse. Yes. I think sometimes you can lose something. Just the fact that you don't know if there's really truly a fan base or people are watching it. And I'm going to use Happy Death Day as an example of this. <laughs> Happy Death Day 1, I love that movie. Happy Death Day 2, I, I like that movie as well. Still... A little more, a little more sci-fi. I want them to make Happy Death Day three. Two didn't do as well. It came out like pretty much like I think a year or so after Happy Death Day one. Like nine months. I felt like it was like it was right back to back. Like people were really just starting to appreciate the first one. You launched Mm -hmm. the second one. It was a little bit different enough that people remember the first one, but didn't miss it, huh? But it wasn't long enough where they missed it. No, they didn't miss it. But I feel like when you keep them so close together, people are like, if it's not like the first one. The second one's, you know, not quite the same. Like, I don't know. I think people are just weird like that. We'll and call this the uh, Halloween curse. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think people kind of just pan it or don't lose interest in it. Like, Well, I mean, that's 
uh, well, I'll actually get to that on later list yeah. thing on my list. But yeah, and, I was Zombie Land was one of yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, it's one of those movies I can again just like some of these I can just watch over and over again. It doesn't sure. get old. But Woody Harrelson too, like it never hurts. He's hilarious. I mean, the thing is, um, it's one of those movies like just when you think any genre is done, like you can't do anything with it, or that you just can't inject any life into it. Zombie Land came out. At the time when zombie movies were still, I mean, Walking Dead was the number one show yep. on TV, where you just like, I've seen everything you can do with zombies, or, or like the fun has, had been sucked yeah. completely out of it. But right. then the movie came out and it was like, clever, had great actors. Yep. It's probably the most likable I'll ever find, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> um, it's uh, probably, it, is, it is next to Curse, the uh, West Craig Werewolf movie. It's probably my, my second favorite Jesse Eisenberg movie. Um, it's the only two times I really find him. Actually, I, uh, there's a the Noah Baumbach. So good, the whole, anyway. Yeah, but he's. I mean, but he's so. But he's supposed to be a dick. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah. But there's a movie called Squid in the Whale. Uh, Noah Baumbach oh, movie, yes. which yeah, great movie. I love him in that. What about yeah. American? Um, where he has those special powers. Oh, uh, American Ultra. Yeah, he's good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Oh my god, the, the the stain in your face. First off, I will watch. No, okay. Is it is it is it because Homegirl? No, no. Oh. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have seen his face. Of like, but this is going to be a whole tangent. Let's not get into <laughs> okay. it. Okay, all right, we're gonna we're gonna pause that. That's that's we'll another. put that on the shelf. Okay, we're, we're gonna show good that. idea. All right, all right. What's what's your number five? So my number five is Night of the Comet. So um, right. just so many things I love about it. I love the whole. First of all, whoever narrated that opening sequence, that guy. Why is that guy not famous? I don't. Maybe he is famous, yeah. but he had the greatest. Especially because there's a, this weird element to Night of the Common I like, which is sort of a callback to, like, 50s horror. Um, it's got that kind of... There's a weird, like, drive-in movie vibe that I think they were going for intentionally. Oh, totally. But the guy who near the opening kills it. But one thing I like about it... First off, the, all the characters have really great chemistry. Um, the two female leads, um, they... Rarely in a movie where you like... Even though they don't look a goddamn thing alike, rarely in a movie do I feel like brothers and sisters actually feel like brothers and sisters. The two sisters in this, feel, like, their their relationship is very believable. They have a great di- dynamic together. Um, it has a, one of the main heroes is a Mexican-American, like, dude that, I feel like that doesn't get enough, like, respect. Um, you know, play, like, just, he's a, you know, is a very good, reliable, you know, um, male uh, protagonist. Um, but yeah, it just, it's this weird movie that plays by its own rules. The whole idea that this comet was the cost of the death of the dinosaurs. <laughs> um, the whole like thing so like great. if you sleep and steal, then you weren't affected by it, which is okay, I'll let that go. But um, <laughs> but like first off, the makeup effects in this I do think are great. I think the design of the makeup um, is great. The cop, specifically that cop zombie makeup. Oh yeah. But I think what I like about it is it it unlike most zombie movies where the world is overrun by zombies. The, the zombies here are scattered. Like, they're not, you, they're not like, just running through the street. So that when they pop up, it's, like, more like, ah! But it's just a great movie. The whole, like, you know, um, it doesn't feel, it's like the end of the world, but there's some hope, especially that last scene. It just, it's a great movie. It's fun. The actors and actresses are all great. It's got Mary Warnov in it, um, which, legend. Um, <laughs> Uh, just a great movie. It's it's just so fun. That again to go back to that thing. First time I watched it, I, I ended it. I had a big smile on my face because again, it wasn't. I was expecting it to be this bleak, you know, like you know, Dawn of the Dead, like kind of like oh, everybody dies. The end of the world sucks. <laughs> no, it's a fun like little 
It is. It's got a cheerleader in it. Yeah. And it was the basis for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He one of the bases, but he, yeah, yeah, we even said like this cute little cheerleader with a machine gun. Like, what's yeah. that to like? Kicking ass. That's yeah. true. All right. So mine on next one, my number four. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on your list. I'm gonna include this like I'm gonna call this a double whammy because I will go with both versions of this movie. Uh, it's Dawn of the Dead. I like the original. The George Romero. I also really am a fond appreciation of Zack Snyder's version of it's remake. his best movie. Remake. Uh, yes, I'm super excited about his. Um, I think his next movie coming out, which is a zombie movie in 2020. It's like Road to the Dead. Um, I think it's about a. It's a heist movie set in like a in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's got a, like a pretty uh, pretty good cast, but it's supposed to be pretty action packed. But yeah, from George Romero's perspective, honestly, like I know a lot of people will say, I think we talked about this before. Between Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead, like some people kind of vie before, like which one is your favorite. This is by all far, like out of the George Romero movies, this is my favorite. It took place at a mall, which in the 80s, like, you know, um, is a fairly popular place. It's one place that actually makes a really solid idea if you're in a zombie apocalypse, as long as the mall was empty, um, to, to go. Um, I love the fact that it's got bikers in street things. Yep. Uh, Ken Forey is awesome in this movie as well. One of my favorite roles um, that he's in. And he's been in a lot of really good stuff. I like the fact that he makes a cameo appearance in the Dawn of the Dead remake as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think overall, just really, it's a really fun movie to watch. Obviously, George Romero has a lot of commentary about consumerism in America. And um, that's really, he always has those socio-political uh, points, which is why he's on my list twice um, for two very different reasons. But um, yeah, Dawn of the Dead is, is a great movie, and I, I remember when they released the remake of this, I was I was so excited because I loved the original so much. I was really crossing my fingers it would do it justice, and I really felt like it did, yeah. um, to some degree, do it justice, and the whole idea that they're kind of going back uh, and doing like the things that they're so used to doing when they were alive. Plus, I love the scene where they're... Uh, they're trying to pick off all the zombies in the crowd that look like celebrities. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite scene. That's probably <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in horror movie yeah. history. It just su- yeah, it's such a well done scene. <laughs> just, like just yeah. the scene with Vic Raves is like yeah. he's like get Rosie. Oh yeah, Rosie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, solid. Uh, yeah, the guy on the rooftop across. It could be Andy, the tool. Um, you know, great good hodgepodge of people. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer's. Uh, he's got a pregnant wife. You don't see zombie babies very often. That's a very a, memorable a very, scene. Yeah, memorable and almost like a tragic. I, I yeah, like very really sad scene for it's where like kind of where the movie starts taking like a really dark turn. Like we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, I will say but, for the remake, which almost I, I was thinking about putting on my list, but the first ten minutes of that movie, per, like perfect. Yeah, it's the violence of it. The whole like. You see the ca- like the cameras pulling out. You see like the truck cars running yeah. into each other. Just it feels like what would probably yeah. happen. It's um, very intense. Yeah, and, and I, even just the uh, the whole scene in the very beginning where they're they're at the hospital and you know uh, Sarah Polly's character is a nurse yeah. and they're like, oh, the guy came in. He thought he just came in with a bite. Why is he in the ICU? It's just like you know what would happen if one of those people were at the hospital. Like, what's the progression? You know, why did you know doctors here? Um, I just thought it was a really great opening scene to tell the story a little bit um, during kind of the zombie outbreak that hadn't really been visualized yet. Uh, good soundtrack, too. Good soundtrack. 
Next, James. I like this one. So my number four, I probably say it's one of the best modern horror films, period. One of the best of the West is Train to Busan. Um, Great movie. Mm -hmm. Literally, I can't say one negative thing about this movie. I can. Okay. Part two is coming out in 2020. That's your negative? Yeah, that's the only thing I can <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Leave it alone. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, first off, the ending of this movie is literal Insane. perfection. Just the smart, like... Uh, so that's, that's why I say, like... Very wow. rarely does any kind of movie, let alone a horror movie, elicit this kind of emotional reaction from me. But the cast... The, these actors, Korean actors, top to bottom. The fucking asshole, rich guy, like, top to bottom. It's... Everybody's so great... I think one of the best badasses and most realistic badasses, and unfortunately I, I don't know all the Korean names, but uh, the friendly bigger guy who fights zombies with his bare hands and just goes ham on some zombies. That dude's so rad. And, but he's also just like a... He's a likable guy. Such a likable character. Yeah. Just such a... But yeah, yeah. top to bottom. The, um, I think I read somewhere that I think they hired dancers or something like for the people that played the zombies because they really elicited this weird movement and like... Um, Almost like twitchy thriller. kind of yeah, popping and locking. But special effects, amazing. Uh, you know, there's even like CGI in it, and sometimes it's like obvious CGI, but it it's it doesn't feel so abrasive. It, I feel like it flows really well. But like the movie just keeps taking these weird breaks where you like they get off the train and you think they're no get back on the train. <laughs> just some great, it's just yeah. so good, man. Top to bottom, Which, special effects, the story, the actors. Um, I can't say enough. The last like five minutes is just like you're so like uh, so on the, good on the edge of your seat, which is why like I will say this is probably a really unpopular opinion for a lot of people that are listening. I really hope they do not Americanize this. They're talking right, about, yeah. talk about making like a U.S. version of it. I absolutely. I, I feel like it's it's very much like The Ring and The yeah. Grudge. Any of the Japanese like, horror too. Yeah. Any Japanese horror that I've yet to see it be done well. Um, translated translated like yeah and, I, and a part yeah. of it is like there's a cultural element too i think the other part of it is like the acting is really good it's a unique storyline um and to your point the actors are great i think it's it's filmed in such a way that makes it unique and just a, an overall like amazing movie yeah. i would much rather see a sequel to it than see like an americanized version of it i'll yep. give you that um, for yeah sure. absolutely Across. couldn't agree more yeah all right don't so, do it so my number three is also a romero movie but on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's not Survival of the Dead. Uh, it's actually Land of the Dead. Um, when Land of the Dead came out, I was so excited that there was going to be another like George Romero movie in the series. Um, it's got Dennis Hopper, which he's amazing. He just plays this corporate asshole. It's like, you know, lives in the... I, it's very much talks about, like, I think George Romero's great about talking about, um, like, kind of a class divides and racial divides, yep. and he encompasses both in this city uh, where everybody's kind of left to fend for themselves on the ground and the rich people get rich, and they stay in their comfy tower. What I liked about it is it's one of the few movies where I was like very sympathetic to the zombies. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but the zombies actually were just kind of doing their own thing out and about, um, and I think for the most part, like, wanted to be left alone. And, you know, the humans are going out there, and like, not only are they killing them on purpose, but on top of that, they're they're really just kind of like wreaking havoc for fun, and infuriating the zombies until uh, Big Daddy, the uh, big zombie who's kind of he's African American, he's a working class hero at a gas station. He leads a revolt, and I'm like, you know what? You get what you get. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that's 
I, I love kind of just the social commentary in that. Simon Baker's character is great. Um, I love John Leguizamo. He's a uh, he's kind of a working class stiff as well. Um, I like him anyways, <laughs> but uh, he was he was just great in that movie, and I think the effects were good. It was always like one of those what happens, you know. I always thought that after like Day of the Dead, what happened to everybody after it was all done, and this kind of leads up to that. I mean, I was a little disappointed by some of the other ones like Diary of the Dead and Survival of the Dead, and I know they have some overlapping characters, but I think Land of the Dead was just a solid movie. Um, and I think an overall, like, good Romero flick, um, while he was, I think, appreciated yeah. in its prime. It, uh, it introduced the idea of uh, zombies underwater, like walking underwater, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, I love that scene in the entire movie. I think it kind of goes to that. It's almost a version of, like, Zombie 2, where instead of yeah. walking across the, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, right? But they're walking across, like, they think they're safe on their island, They've blown up the bridges, but the zombies just, they don't care. Like, they don't need to breathe. breathe so, exactly. Yeah. They, you know, brilliant. Big Daddy, the main zombie, just takes a leap off, and they're all like, oh. Let's do okay, this. Okay, we'll just do two. So they yeah. just start falling off the <laughs> falling off the bridge as well. Um, I just love the uh, the big, like, tactical vehicle that's built. The, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like a death machine. Just, just great. I mean, that's like, you would think if that was like a zombie apocalypse, somebody would build something like that. So I also thought it was very true to form of, like, what people would do in an apocalypse, right? Having right. outposts and... But yeah, the whole idea, like, like the the class divides and the, like, the war on the, on the poor, I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. I mean, it's it's his take on the disparity, the wealth disparity and, like, you know, the haves and the have-nots. It's, I mean, well, I'll get to that when I get to my... <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I just think it's... Even, even, like, you know, when you have the different, like, different uh, kind of mindsets of the, the main characters... Simon Baker's character, he doesn't want to, he just wants to get away from it all, like step away from like the corporate am animal that is uh, Dennis Hopper. And then you have John Leguizamo who's like, feels that he can buy and earn his way in um, by doing like dirty deeds. But like the henchman never gets the penthouse apartment. Yeah. Like he has not watched enough movies. Like he was never going to get up there in the <laughs> no. first place. And then you know, obviously things go south from there. But I That's feel like it, it was That's kind a of a good, good, good character. He was kind of like the anti-hero in a way. Yeah. Um, I liked it. James, you're up. Well, keeping it with uh, Romero, um, my third choice is Day of the Dead. Um, I talked about in the previous episode with the kill, um, when Captain Rhodes gets eviscerated, which is, again, super effective. But it's just... See, that's the thing. is when um, this, I mean, the movie's obviously great. His, his trilogy, his original trilogy yeah. is great. Um, you know, when, when 20 Days Later came out, people were like, oh, see, this is so genius because they're saying that man is the real monster. And I'm like, yeah, Romero said that 20 years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> Consistently. Yeah, like... Across three movies. Yeah, I'm like, that's the whole thing. It's like, in this, he, the human beings are awful. Um, it's just so bleak. Again, great, that opening sequence. The, 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 it, this movie takes really great effect of the dream sequence. Um, the opening sequence is just so memorable. It's like, we'll burn your brain when the arms come out of the wall. And, uh. So one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, but it's just so goddamn sad. Like it's just bleak yeah. and like, it's just such a dark movie. Um, the zombie uh, experimentation yep. piece too is also like just such solid effects. Yep. And oh, dude, when absolutely nasty. It's just like the you know like the guy literally is just a body in the brain on the table, yep. and that is it. Like, yep. Face gone, the rest face of fully gone. Column. All of the yeah, everything stripped away is just his brain and his spinal column. Which again, like. it's a great concept, though. I mean, it like it's almost like the horrors of war, like human experimentation. 
that's really what they would do. They would yeah. literally dissect these things to figure out what can work, what kills them. Like, but again, like they're tr it's just so great. Um, uh, the um, the practical effects are great. Um, but the thing is, like, again, you have these characters who like like a lot of the military like what are we doing this for like what is this even like this is pointless we're all like we're this is we live in hell and it's just a, it's a super you know it's you know it's super like tragic tragic yeah. um but again it goes to you know um uh abuse of power and all these different things but yeah it's it's definitely it's 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 one of those movies that you watch and you'll you should be ideally you thinking about it like two days later because it's just and again, the the the, the violence in it is ugh, like just, yeah, yeah, it's graphic. Yeah. But yeah, very. It's it's an awesome movie. And honestly, if I could have put all four of George Romero's movies on here, I would. It would have just taken up half my list. Yeah. And it was one of those like judgment calls. Um, very much like very much like Dead Alive, right? Like I wanted to put that on my list. I just love that movie for so many other reasons other than zombies that I was like, well, there are some movies, <laughs> and I was like, I I feel like there are certain movies that are like. They can fit into so many different genres. or so many things you like about them that, like, I would almost like not want to pigeonhole it into a certain like film. Yeah, that's um, a, that's funny category. too because I specifically didn't put it on Dead Alive one because I thought you might, but two, weirdly enough, when I watch that movie, I don't immediately think it's a zombie movie. No, see, neither do I. Like, yeah, I, I watch it. I, I think of its own reasons. thing. Like, yeah, it just it the rules are also different, but it yeah. doesn't behave in the way that you would normally yeah. expect a zombie movie to behave. And yes, they are zombies, um, but. It's just, it's a totally different animal in my opinion. Like, so I did Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're like, why are these dorks not putting on We uh, wanted to. It's just like, I feel like there's so many other things to talk relax. about. That, we like yeah. the movie too. It's, yeah. It's, relax. All right. But we appreciate you listening yeah. to the Tank Rodriguez show. That's right. Really yeah. People, people are saying, because <laughs> we already put it on a couple other lists. Yeah. So okay. I feel like we give it its justice. But we are at the top two, I think, We're right? We're at top two. Yeah, my number two, not a whole lot I can say about because we already talked about a bunch, was Return of the Living Dead. Um, very much like you, every time I went to go read this, like, I could never find it anywhere. It took me forever and a day after watching Return of the Living Dead 2 to actually track it down. And I was, I honestly think it's probably the one movie that I had that had the most late fees on it ever. Because, like, I didn't want to return. I just kept watching it over and over again. Um, I think, to your point, in the 80s, there was a lot of different, like, you know, groups. And everybody has these in high school. I think they just vary depending on how old you are. But... Yeah, I like the new wave, the punk, like the preppy girl. Even tr even Linnea Chloe's trash. And mind you, at the time, like you don't notice it because she spends half the movie getting naked. Um, Are we talking about what we think you're talking about here? What? Did you finish your thought? Well, I was just saying, like, so in the movie, she's just, she's very, she comes off as very, like, dangerous, death-oriented, promiscuous. But she's none of that stuff in, in actuality. She's, like, very scared and like terrified when the zombies really come out and like right. you see that's just a facade and I think it's relatable because you everybody knows somebody that's like that you know the one person that has like the one drink at a party and all of a sudden like wants to take their, their top off like they're really not that way like they're just putting on an act and I think that's Linnea Quigley's character um, kind of looking back at it she was that person um, you would think it maybe would be kind of the, the preppy girl that would be in that in that boat, but I think she was actually pretty true. Well, just the whole form. brilliance of the whole like when she's like, "I want to get, I want to be eaten alive." Or yeah, like, she's like, "I just want my, my my worst fear, my fantasy is be pawed by old men and eaten alive." <laughs> and then literally, <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. Um, 
She also makes an amazing zombie, though. Yeah, I won't say that much. She takes on that homeless guy like a champ. So um, I thought, though, you were going to mention the fact that she has no vagina. Okay, so yes, I remember as a kid yeah, being like, that movie something a, is pause wrong that movie here. a lot, and it was like, wow, like pause. Yep, yeah, pause. <laughs> but know. it was on purpose. They yeah. they actually gave her a groinal special effect. Yeah, yeah she. Uh, I guess she was like, she definitely did not want to. You know, be nude be from the waist down. Show full yeah. frontal. Yeah, I mean, I think like as an as an actress, right? Like you probably just don't like. Shockingly, don't show, show it all. You don't want to show um, the bush. You yeah. don't want to show. It. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I read interviews with her that said like they were constantly having to like take it on and off so she could like go to the bathroom oh, during wow. the long shoots, and it was apparently very cold at night too. So she was up like dancing on top of this like gravestone, <laughs> half naked. Um, but yeah, if if you pay close attention. Or if not, you'll you'll notice that she yeah she is pretty much Ken doll down there yeah she's exactly. got Barbie doll thing going on, uh, but yes that is also yeah. a true statement as well. And you know I'm I'm surprised at your number two that you put I am Legend James. I really am surprised. World War Z. Well, I will say so. Uh, the original version of the Richard Matheson novel with Vincent Price, Last Man on Earth, is was almost on this list. Was almost on this list. I almost feel like I should have put it on this list. I think it is one of it just. A lot of people, uh, I, you know, I mean, they're definitely, zo- it, you know, it's. If you, <laughs> you stopped yourself. You're uh, like, well, no, no, no. It's fine. But it's it's a, a tangent. I love The Vincent Price Last Man. It's not the, it's not the fastest paced film, but it's a right. great movie. So I, you didn't put Planet Nine from Outer Space. I guess that is actually a zombie movie. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, so what's, that's, your, what's that's your number okay. two, James? What's your number two? So my number two, Dawn of the Dead. Um, I think again, it's been well said. We don't. Need, I'm not going to go too far into it. it. Like, I think. I think if you broke down the greatest, like the the vast majority of like film critics and f- film fans, and I think Dawn of the Dead would be considered probably the ultimate, like the, the like people's favorite or what they consider the best zombie movie ever made. And it's hard to argue. Um, it's just very memorable. Um, you know, I I still have vivid memories of Tom Zavini whacking. Zombies in the head with machetes. Like, it's just a great movie. I'm not going to go into it. Um, the special effects, uh, not the best, actually. Uh, the, the makeup, I think there was something maybe with the budget, or I think the just sheer amount of zombies they didn't do, but the, they had these, like, blue-green yeah, zombies. Yeah, very vivid uh, the, colors for, yeah, for very zombies. Vivid. Yeah, very yeah. Like, um, if viewed, like, like, almost like a comic book, kind of, like, yeah. I get it, but the colors, especially the blood is so, like, yeah. orangey-red, like, but it... Yeah. What I, I lo- felt like I had to say something critical about it, but at the end of the day, it's a fucking great movie. What I love about that movie is also all the lead-up before they get to the mall. Uh, the SWAT teams, yep. SWAT team situations. Uh, there's the whole scene where that guy, like, the woman's husband to her, that he just, like, takes a... And I thought that was pretty well done in regards to, like, the effects. But, yeah, the zombies were a little... I'd say they're off, but they were just very different than what you saw. Obviously, Night Living Dead was black and white, so it was hard to see, like, what they used for makeup. I don't know if maybe that's what it looked like. I mean that was super low budget though. One more thing. The 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 stark contrast between the makeup effects between Day of and Dawn of are like night and day because the but also let me say you said earlier about sympathetic to the zombies. If you're not sympathetic to little Bub in Day of the Dead, <laughs> you're a terrible person. Poor Bub. I love Bub. Bub I even the, salutes even after even after he shoots shoots uh, the the guy a bunch of times like um, he just salutes him. 
Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just, he's trying his best, he's you know. Bub, but he's, he's just sympathetic. Also, though, to, I feel like this also needs to be said, too, as all these points come up quickly. We are talking about, like, making a sequel right away. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead came out in 1968. Dawn of the Dead came out in 1978. So it was yeah. a decade yeah. before he made a sequel. He actually had a good idea. He had something he wanted to say. He had a good story. He said it. It wasn't like, hey, let's just... Kate might make more of these. I think, honestly, though, like, if it had come out any sooner than that, it would have played as well. No, no. in fact, um, the 1978 is really when the beginning of mall culture yeah. had really started. So, um, yeah. like, the late 70s is really when America started developing all these malls, all these money started going into these big yeah. shopping centers. So, retailers. But, yeah, it's, but, I mean, what can you say? It's not a dead. It's great. What's, yeah. yeah, the end. Yeah, solid. All right. Time for my number so, one. So, if he gets this, if, 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 if this isn't the one... I'm very interested to see what your yeah. That's yeah. I was gonna say. Um, if this is, if none of my movies fall into your category of your two most despised, okay. um, should he say it or should you say it? Uh, I'm gonna say okay, yeah. my movie. Say I'm okay, say yeah, what my movie say is. I really hope this isn't on your list because it's it's probably one of my favorite. Um, Shaun of the Dead. No, I I do have problems with Shaun of the Dead. I think it's just been ham. I, I actually do not like and I don't love any of the Cornetto trilogy. I think they're fine. I don't dislike it. I just think the people's admiration of it is confusing to me. I don't think it's that funny. I actually like the show Spaced more than I like. I, I, I do love Spaced. Um, I think it took more chances. I thought I just think Shaun of the Dead was a little on the nose for me, but at the same time, I do get why people love it. Yeah. Um, I, th- uh, yeah. I think for me, I, I probably had an appreciation of it for a couple reasons. Number one, um, my mom uh, being from Scotland and having spent a, a lot of time like visiting relatives in Europe, um, I see a lot of that stuff. A lot of it was like made me laugh internally because I know like in having cousins that are over there and you know, hopefully, hopefully you guys are listening and our listeners and because <laughs> uh, right. they all love horror movies as well. Um, so my, my cousins are awesome and they, they and the European movies. dry humor. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt like, okay, well there's, there's it's an element slap. to this that like, um, especially like at the very beginning, people were at the shop. Like, um, I did like all the nods to the previous, uh, you know, zombie movies. I felt like it kind of gave, um, kind of gave due to what, what had already been built before. Um, is it the best zombie movie in the world? Like, no, it's, it's a favorite for me for a lot of reasons. It's it's one on my top list. Probably not everybody agrees with that, but I mean, the thing is, people okay. love this um, movie. It is. I think it also when it came out too, it was right kind of at the the rise of where like zombie movies were starting to kind of make a resurgence, and this was kind of a sleeper. You know, it it was obviously how often do you have like. I don't want to say one or say foreign, but non-U.S. like zombie movies that are that popular, yeah. right? It's not it not very heard of, kind of um, underground at the time, and I think it it kind of got popularity for that sense because it's something people hadn't seen before. Um, I mean, the thing uh, is, the cat. I mean, you know, the cast is good. Yeah, they're, I like Nick Frost. I love Simon Pegg. Yeah. I think they were great together. Um, you know, Ed, Ed was funny. I mean, yeah. I just love the fact that they hold up in a bar, and to me, that's like. No, not much different than wanting to go to the mall. Yeah. It's probably not the best pace. Especially for, for England, plan. yeah. Um, I love the, the fact that, yeah, I think to your point, there are characters in there that were on Spaced. There are a couple par- characters in there um, that were in the UK version of The Office. I mean, we were just short one Ricky Gervais, and, like, we would have been we would have been all right. But <laughs> I'm super glad that that was not on your list of most hated what movies. What is it? 
Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's like all like Dance of the Deadly's movies, but the one I hate that people love is the movie Dead Snow. Nope, nope. Thank you. I fucking hate that movie. First off, and the sequel. The it is the most unlikable group of lead characters I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> there's. I was like, yeah, kill these people. Like, yeah. you shouldn't like go Nazi zombies. And the, the the humor was so fucking stupid yeah. and forced and juvenile and like. I fucking hate that movie. I would never even... I wouldn't... You couldn't force me to see the sequel. Then the thing is, zombie Nazis, that's a strong concept. Yeah. Let's... I mean, two of the most despicable things ever. Like, but it's the God... The sensibility of that movie is awful. Yeah. But there's a lot, like, the Dance of the Dead and all these movies that, like... Yeah. These, like, trying to be, like... Being self-referential is fine if you do it with intelligence, yeah. but if your whole film is based off of "Hey, get it, we're a zombie," like, no man, it's like yeah. that's why there's all these '80s movies that come out and like it's like a wink and a nod, like tongue in cheek, like remember how corny these? No, that doesn't work. Stop trying to force it. A, a movie either should be funny on its own merits without having to be like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or it should be so poorly made that it's funny. But you can't force that shit. That's a whole other topic. But anyways, like the scary movies, you know, like no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I think that all right. So that's that's a whole other topic yeah, of like of like horror comedies. Yeah, I mean um, that's like sat like satire. That's satire like, in uh, the loosest sense, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like uh, that's like calling the Naked Gun movies a detective. I, I'm film, gonna say I like know, Naked like, Gun. I like Airplane. Yeah, I just I don't. I just nah, that's a whole other subject. But anyway, well, no, I totally agree with you. Uh, yeah, Dead Snow is probably one of one of the zombie movies I hate the most. Yeah, people, um, people love could it. not get into. It. it took me about three tries just to get through the entire movie, and when I was done, I was like. Can't believe I would much rather watch, uh, honestly, zombie strippers like yeah. Yeah. Um, than watch Dead Snow, <laughs> and that says a lot. My... It's literally two zo- two stripper zombies <laughs> fighting each other, like tearing each other by parts. My twin brother's ex girlfriend, who uh, I don't haven't brought this up on the show yet, but my twin brother is the local horror host for Portland, Oregon. Oh, Uncle Eerie Lee Shivers. Anyways, his ex, who used to be the producer on the show, I think actually worked special effects on that movie. But anyways. Um, I'm going to throw, before you go, one quick honorable mention, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. It didn't end up here. It's uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Very much also. in the same vein as, like, uh, Zombieland, where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's fun and, like, yeah. yeah. Well, that was pretty good. That was yeah. a good teen yeah, I didn't know movie. if I was gonna like it, but I, I was like, yeah, that was yeah, a fun watch. Me too. I caught it, kind of caught it on the fly, and uh, it see, had been like stuck. a lot of those movies that came out, which again, yeah. like, like all these like blank of the dead, like funny ones. I was like, Ugh. but Zombies Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse is pretty good. Yeah, I was. I it was one of those ones that was stuck in like production for the longest time, and when I heard that uh, Schwarzenegger's son Patrick Schwarzenegger was gonna be in it, I was like, I've never seen him in anything. Um, but he, he plays the good uh, asshole boyfriend. As, asshole, um, yeah. Yeah, but Logan Miller, uh, who was like in Escape Room, and uh, Ty Sheridan, who was in a bunch of movies as well. Um, yeah, a solid group of, group yeah. of kids. So, well, what's your number one, man? I'll, I'll actually, I'll do my two honorable mentions sure. that you already shit on them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But 28 Days Later, I love it. I, I consider it a zombie movie. It's um, not a bad movie. No, I, no. I, I, I just, I, I love, I, I love, the, I love real... the original. There's that one scene where he's like out of the hospital, and he's he's, on, he's going under that bridge, and it's just him alone. That to me is like sets up the whole fucking movie. Yeah, like the yeah. the fact that you're alone in this new world. Danny yeah. Boy, it's a great movie. The 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 cast is great. Um, uh, but it's Cillian, not a zombie. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy looks like somebody who just survived this. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, especially that handsome dude, but you know, yeah, like look like he was. Yeah, yeah I just always love the idea yeah. behind it that he's like been like comatose. I, you know, the one thing I'll say is like that that bugs me about this and The Walking Dead was, I don't know how you survive the zombie apocalypse stuck in a hospital bed. Nobody's fucking killed you or anything. Yeah. That was the only thing. But if everybody cleared out and nobody knew you were there, like I totally get that 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 might happen. But I love Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's I mean, Danny other... Boyle managed to somehow make an end of the world movie feel kind of like the end of the world. I mean, yeah. it's like the 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 cinematography is yeah, what, what killed yeah. it for me. It looked very uh, yeah. uh, very just dull looking. And yeah. the second one was uh, Zombie Diaries. Uh, I I personally like that one. Um. <laughs> Look, man, teach their own. <laughs> I just like I, I I like found footage movies. That's all. But anyway, I digress. You're number one, man. Okay, so I'm my number to... <laughs> my number one. This actually is my number one, and I actually consider it Wes Craven's best movie. And yes, that also. And I am a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. It's Serpent in the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I think it's his actually most. First off, one. Finally, a zombie movie that takes it to its root of what the actual zombie, the zombie mythology really was, which was related to voodoo. But he takes a very real world concept. You, you know, uh, uh, Bill no, Pullman. Yes, as like Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman. That's always yeah. in my brain. Like, uh, anyways, but Bill Pullman. You know, he plays this this guy who like travels the world looking for herbs and things, and he like sells them to pharmaceutical companies. They find out, hey, there's in Haiti, there's like, there's actually this dude that was brought back from the dead, and like, there's all these reports of it. Why don't you go to Haiti and like try to find this like magical route or whatever? Because if it should exist, we can make a million dollars off it. Very like real world. The locations are amazing. Um, it's very visually like beautiful. Oh, all the all the. I think again, it's what then. There's like lots of weird like you know. I remember watching it recently, like two or three years ago, and there's a lot of like recurring West Craven imagery like there's one sequence which is kind of a little weird but like these all these like elongated zombie arms are coming out of these like um like these like prison barred windows and like a lot of the lighting I'm like it's just very much like it feels like you know West Craven it feels like uh Nightmare on Elm Street Street, but first off I don't think there's anything more terrifying to the majority of populace than the idea of being buried alive right um it's so even thinking that is like really disturbing um, but it's just, Pullman is so goddamn, when he's, like, he, when he, he gets, you know, um, that, that drug that's basically going to make him comatose, he's, like, he's running down the street begging people to help, and he's like, don't bury me. it's, dude, it's so creepy and effective. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking brilliant movie. I, and I think that was probably, for me, the most terrifying part of that movie. Not even the zombie part of it. No. But, I mean, you know, you read about, and, and to your point, too, it goes back to, like, the old, like, the white zombie. Bees um, I walked with a zombie. Yeah, I walked with a zombie. Like the classic root of like zombie movies, um, which hadn't been done in a very, very long time because they've been replaced with kind of the George Romero yeah. uh, type zombies, which is fine. But I think, t- to your point, um, it was terrifying in a lot of different ways. But yeah, visually, like it's an amazing movie. It's, it's probably not one of my my favorite zombie movies, but I have a really fond appreciation. And I didn't start appreciating it until I was a little bit older. And having rewatched it a few times when I was a kid watching it, I was like, eh, like, kind of, I think, a little bit lost in the dialogue. Like, you know, it's not as, like, as endearing or, like, action-packed as I thought it would be, but... Well, that's the thing. Um, so that's, that's part of the reason I love it is because it, it, it's a, just an actual, it's just a straight movie. Like, it's, you know, it, it's, it does, it works on its own merits. It's not like a traditional horror movie, even though it has very scary elements. 
the scenes when he's like trapped in the 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 tomb and all the blood or the the coffin and all the the blood is co coming down the wall. It's just some great, I mean, spooky imagery. But it just it's it just it's got to be in my top fifty movies of all time, just because it's just the acting is great. It's really it has great imagery. Um, the locations are beautiful, but also creepy. Um, it's just a very smart movie. I just again the fact that to me that it's way more scary because that is far more believable than corpses coming out of the grave. That's the one thing at the end of the day. Like, first off, and this is a problem I do have with I I do I I correct myself, listeners. I do have a problem with a with Return of the Living Dead. Which is zombies biting through skulls? Teeth are not going through your skulls, people. Not even they don't even show skulls. It's literally like the zombies bite the head and they pull out brains. I'm like, do you know how thick the human skull is? Anyways, it's a whole problem. Well, well I, I will say that I, I would agree with that a little bit because there's a scene actually in the movie where Scuzz um, is pulled out, kind of from the window, and the the female zombie who they end up capturing um, bites him on the top of the head. But when you look at his wounds. It doesn't, it, like, it's a bite mark on his head. Yes, it's, like, bleeding. But, like, I don't know if it would have been enough to kill the guy. No. Like, I'm like, but he's dead. Like, But, know. I mean, how many humans that are alive attempt to eat, like, you know, penetrate? Dude, people. Because, one, your nails keep growing, and so do your teeth. Yeah, but that's the other right? thing is, there's or also rigor mortis and decomposition. If you can't beat up a reanimated corpse, okay, like, the, the numbers thing, like, I get it. But then but it wouldn't be a genre. <laughs> I just punch a goddamn zombie right in the head. And... Well, they do that in part two, right? She punches, yeah. she turns around, sucker punches a zombie oh, right the... in the face, pus face. It looks like, like seaweed. Yeah, like, just, it. like, his whole face, like, caves, caves in, in. Uh, which is great. As you see, we pull off the whole jaw of the zombie, they are obviously not built well. No, um, yeah, they're de decomposing. But Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because there's no pain, like, that... Like but my my original point is being is that like the whole zombie as its original incarnation, which is like reanimated, and the thing is, even this film takes the premise that it's reanimated corpses, which even in original it was more just people who had been completely hypnotized and slaved. Yeah, really. exactly. Like, All their 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 like their soul removed, kind yeah, of. That was yeah. the the metaphysical aspect of it. Where this is, it really is about reanimating corpses. At least that's included in this yeah. mythology. But it's just super creepy. I love it. I feel it doesn't get enough. I definitely think it's underrated, and I definitely feel like it gets. Whenever I can see lists of the best horror zombie movies, I'm like, it's never included, and it's actually a phenomenal movie. But anyways, I feel like that's uh, that's one that I'm super surprised they never remade. Yeah, um, it's not on the remake list, but I mean, there's some cultural sensitivity things I think that might be brought up with it these days. But it's a great movie though, and Bill Pullman, not Paxton, Bill Pullman, fucking is just. Amazing. In well, it. Paxson's still amazing, though, Rip. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, no disrespect to Paxson. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome, too, Paxson. He's, he's super good as... Uh, Rip in peace. Yeah. Rip in peace, aliens. Yeah. Game yeah. over, man. Well, on that note, any uh, any other last sentiments? No, I feel like I feel like we'll probably have some more when we come back yeah. you know, to do our, our podcast next week. Uh, we'll do we'll kind of do a recap. I just think that the zombie genre is probably one of my favorite Absolutely. genres to like talk about it. I think probably could continue talking about it for hours on end and get into the various like subcultures of the the zombie genre because just like horror everything within horror has its own like genre. I think the yeah. one thing I love about zombie movies is one like it throws the rules right out the window. Yeah, the interpretation's crazy. Yeah. And then and, and it was like you were saying it's like people get mad it's like it's like well, no, well, you got to kill him in the, with the head, and it's like why does it have to be yeah. always the head? It's the one thing that nobody can like. There's 
they always say like if if everybody that's dead stood up, like I think they say this in uh, yes yeah. in in uh, Lost Boys, right? If everybody yeah. dead stood up, we'd have a severe population problem. problem. Like I think it's like it's very true to form. It's always debated by house. Like we just have this debate about like cremation versus uh, versus burial. And while I hate the idea of potentially being buried alive, I hope to God like. It wouldn't be that shoddy these days. <laughs> but I'm always like, bury me. Because if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, man, I just want to be on one side or the other. I'm dead. Like, <laughs> the Civil War. I, I, don't, I don't want apocalypse. my ashes to be floating in the wind, like, try to, like, attack people. Like, I'm going to take out. I want to be the ultra zombie. So, that's true. Well, I don't want to be the uh, horror hipster, but, like. Too late. I know, exactly. It's uh, <laughs> done and done. Anyways, they live. Hang <laughs> uh, 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 hey, out. Pishaw. Great movie. It's on time. Um, but no, my thing is with the with the zombie movie is like, I grew up loving the zombie movies. Um, I feel like in the last, how long has Walking Dead been on the air? Um, it's going on eleven seasons. Yeah, so like it was last decade, there was Comics a time where they were just saying that there was a million zombie movies coming out and all of them bad. Yeah. So I feel like it was a genre that like anybody felt they could do, um, and they were wrong. But I mean. At the end of the day, that's why when I said this list, I'm like, eh, is it really going to be like 10 like zombie movies I actually love or think are great? And I was like, damn, no, there is a lot. There is actually so a many. lot. I just like, you have to pick and choose because, you know, yeah. just like slasher movies, uh, even though I do have a weakness for slasher movies, like the majority of them that are out there are pretty forgettable. So, so there you have it, folks. Resident Evil... Extinction, not a zombie movie. Oh, I would also like to throw in there that, uh, that House of the Dead is also another one with dead snow that is the most terrible fucking zombie movie of all times. <laughs> I, James so, J- James and Derek just high-fived. Was that the one based off the video game? Yes, so, very yeah, That's so. horrible. We bowl. I saw it in the theater <laughs> you with, 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 my, with my twin brother and my friend Jesse. Five minutes into it, we could not stop laughing and making fun of the movie. The scattered full of people in the theater were getting mad at us, but I'm like, dude, this movie's fucking terrible. They literally do video game montages yeah. where like, the people like... They, they, the character jumps in the air and then they do a full 360 circle around yeah. them like it's like game player mode they do that first off yeah. it's strippers no like matrix style kung fu it's awful but this is the most first okay first off they <laughs> say the line <laughs> it's it's really quiet it's a little too quiet <laughs> they actually use that line the, and that's a, that's in the beginning of the video game it's so bad they actually this is how poorly made this game this movie is they in it for no reason at all, they actually intercut scenes from the video game right. into the movie. But what they did was they fucking filmed somebody playing the arcade. You can see the pixelated, you know, when you try to like film a screen and it gets that weird like. Yeah, that line. Yeah. yeah. They have that in the fucking movie. <laughs> so I, I have a suggestion for our next podcast. Let's do it. Which would be the top 10 most hated horror movies. I'm down. Um, top 10 more horror movies we hate. Yeah. I don't think I can narrow it down to 10, but I'll try. Ten of your. <laughs> I'll do ten. I could. Yeah. It, it, it's never top ten with James. Yeah, no, it's I, just ten of your. Yeah. Your ten most. We'll say not even top ten. Your ten most hated. Yeah, it's it's in there. But um, yeah. No. Anything. Any, anything be last before we go. Hey, real quick. Shout out to your to your twin brother. What does he do? Uh, he is. Uh, he's actually trying to get back. They had a whole thing with public access in Portland, but um, uh, you can look him on YouTube. His name is Erie Lee Shivers or Uncle Erie. Uncle the, Eerie Shiver I'll Show. I'll get the spelling name. He is me. doing some stuff for Portland this uh, Halloween. Awesome. Um, his first episode was about Last Man on Earth, actually. Oh, okay. That's ironic. Awesome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he, um, yeah, he's, uh, I'm actually in an episode. I'll let you 
discover that on your own. I'm gonna go YouTube it. But yeah, he's at, uh, yeah he's he's great at what he does. Um, he disappeared for a few years because of some stuff that happened to him. But um, he's trying to make a comeback, so definitely Good support. Deal. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. He's also a big fan of this podcast, actually. Hey, he gave, well, uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, he said it was super fun. So. We appreciate awesome. the listen. We we, uh, we appreciate you, Uncle Erie Lee Shivers. There you go, yeah, I love Portland. It. Well. <laughs> There you have it, folks, the top 10 zombie movies from two top 10 zombie experts, horror experts. Uh, yeah, no, we appreciate you listening in to the Tank and Friends Top 10 Horror Movie Pot. I messed it up, but it's okay. I got it right once in That's this right. show. Soon to be titled something awesome. Something else. Yeah, I think the podcast will keep that same name, but yeah. we're going to have a pseudonym or some yeah. something shorter, another I.E., yeah. A.K.A. Two bearded studs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and Tank. And Tank. <laughs> yep. And, and one guy I who was just, talking about you two. And one guy who <laughs> listens. <laughs> we're just going to call it uh, Beard. This, this beer, isn't a beard. Beardos and the Weirdos. Beardos and Weirdos. Beardos and Weirdos. We'll work Your on the name. beard. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> my chin's beard. <laughs> but all right, folks, thank you again for listening in. Thank you again for following us on Spotify and subscribing to us on iTunes, uh, podcast iTunes. Uh, But yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you again for listening. Take care.